0: a
1: minute yeah okay
0: i'm turning you up that's why that's what you did check oh don't give any more volume to seth oh. go ahead and talk a little bit are you not uh
1: are you not doing headphones this one
0: uh, i can no, i mean
1: it's fine if you don't you know it's you just know you and me baby yeah the level we ain't nothing but good. mammals
0: <laughs> i trust you uh boy bam. Uh right, are we ready to go?
1: I wonder if the listeners are gonna tell that I'm starving hungry all through this episode, if it's gonna reflect
0: I'm sure it will. I hope. Right there. <laughs> Go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule. Until now, I'm Mark, and I'm here with a sprawled out Seth. How are I'm you, Seth?
1: Stretching, stretching. I'm fifty. Stretch. I
0: actually am going to be fifty next year. Damn. Yeah. Damn, Daddy's fifty. Damn. And I'll be forty-four next year. A couple well, old blokes. Yeah. How are you? I'm. I'm. I'm feeling it in my. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my bones. My man was just out doing some work, and I let him know I left work a little early today Lucky so I could you. get that some other work done. That never happens. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine, uh, actually ex-guest ex, um, ex uh, guest Daisy Kaplan, mm-hmm. um, asked me to play some trumpet and trombone on a song um, for his band Lung. Wait, okay. Where? Well, I recorded it here. Oh, oh, okay. But
1: I sent it to him. I thought it was going to be like performing it live. Oh, no, no, I no. Thought, I, I, I was about I, I to, My mind was prepared to be blown.
0: Yeah, so it, provided they like it and mm. it's used, I guess it'll be on the new Lung record, which is very exciting. Whoa. Because uh, I love Lung very they, much, and I love Daisy, and good. I love Rochelle, and yeah. I love Kate, and the whole, the whole group of them. If you wish to be moved by cello and... And fierce vocals. And who doesn't? Yeah. Come on. Listen Uh Yeah. Go check them out. Um, and uh, yeah, we're looking to have Daisy back at some point. Um, So yeah, I uh, left a little early. You uh, you have stuff going on tonight, I'm guessing. You were like, I need to get, I need to yeah. record early. I, gotta,
1: yeah, I got family stuff. Just, you know. Yeah, Family totally. visiting, obligations like that. Nothing huge,
0: but, you know. So we are here on Friday recording at 311. <laughs> Which is another thing we could probably do here yeah, at some point, or not? Uh, yes, <laughs> or not. Uh, recording this episode a little bit of a weird one tonight. It's huh?
1: funny we've been doing um, we've been doing stuff that's like really caught our attention. Like we're like, oh, we l- learned something about it. It's new. It's unusual. And then when we go to those ones, like what I think 311 would be like, I'm like, oh, that's just bad. And we have to
0: go for bad lyrics. This has not been bad lyrics. This has been interesting. Yeah, I think you know? I think I mentioned maybe in the last episode at the end. Um, that this is not really, um, you all right? No, you gotta sneeze.
1: Yeah, it's like one I of those you when you gotta light when you gotta sneeze. and you... oh, <laughs> ah! Okay, I could that time. <laughs> that one peaked on the record scale. Um, yeah, this is. Oh, look at that waveform. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, so yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. Hey,
0: man, when you gotta go, you gotta go. All right. Uh, This is not one of those. Um. You know, I was kind of trying to think of a way to like to refer to our episodes and the near rhyme that I came up came up with is there's the bummers and the stunners. Oh, there you go. So the bummers are the ones where uh you know the lyrics are bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, what the fuck is going on here, et cetera, et cetera. No rhyme or reason, you know, just idiot stuff. Stunners are ones where you're like, I did not know what that song is about. Uh, and this to me is a stunner. This to me is could it be? I was just
1: thinking about this because I did not look up. you had presented it last week at the end as like kind of a story as there's something there's something underlying mm-hmm. to this. Could it be a bit of both?
0: Well, I, I mean, I well, so I guess you know, I, I the for me, the quintessential both is all I want to do is make love to you by heart. That is a bummer stunner. That is a the lyrics are stupid and, you don't know what the song is about or what it's talking about until you piece okay. it together.
1: So, so maybe I should rephrase this: not a bummer, stunner, a stunner, uh, a stunner, maybe a bit of a uh, a downer. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah stunner I, when downer. I, when
0: I say bummer, I don't mean it's about something that's sad, though. This song very much is. I,
1: I'm I'm kind of getting that vibe. Yeah, from
0: I didn't I didn't do any research on it. I wanted to have the same.
1: Uh, effect that I think I think that it might have that, that you're kind of shooting for with the listener like I'm just it's going to be uh, I'm going to discover exactly what's going on through the course of the show and I, you know I was I was able to pick up on that a little bit I think with the lyrics I mean there, there are some some hints there's some giveaways
0: mm-hmm. uh, the song we were talking about if you did not look at the, uh, the podcast before you clicked play uh, we were talking about the hit song by Fastball Uh, The song The Way Ball Uh, It was a very very quintessential 90s song it has got 90s all over it Yeah and to be honest with you um, It was originally not released As a single um, Or wasn't sold as a single anyway I mean there was definitely a music video Which we watched and was kind of perplexing in and of itself Um, But the reason they didn't release it Just as a single Where you could buy just like you know a maxi city single Like you could back in the day Uh Was because they wanted people to buy the album and buy the album they did. Uh, This album was released in 1998. The the album is called All the Pain Money Can Buy. Uh, Their second album. Good title. Yeah, I love that title. title. Yeah, I think it's cool. And I don't think you're going to hear... I mean, you know, we tried to not talk much before we started recording, uh, but I think Seth and I are both on the same page. I don't think we're going to be talking a lot of shit about the song. I love Fastball. Really? I do. I really, really do. I Um, like Fastball. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably fair to say. Yeah. Um, I uh, I loved this song when it came out. My mom loved this song when it came out. Uh, they also were known for doing Out of My Head, yep, yep. which was a very big song. Yeah. Am I out of my head? Are you out of my mind? That's, I've been so bad. I kind of like that one a lot more personally. It's, it's really, really great. It yeah. is also wonderful. They also did Fire Escape, which was another great song. Neither of them really had the... Um, this kind of bossa nova feel when you listen to this song you could probably peg this band as kind of being like a retro band think smash mouth yeah that's kind of doing well, like the garagey bossa nova sound i
1: think a, i think more over uh retro sounding than smash mouth even
0: well i mean uh, i am yeah. thinking like
1: walking on the sun yeah was very very retro sounding that and boom, just bam, bam, that bam, 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 which yeah i don't know what that is you know, like we've talked about like the clavinets and the far feces yeah. and stuff like that. It's it's in that genre. It's early, early sounding synthesizers, what we're shooting for. But there is, and funny thing you bring that up, um, I, I don't see, uh, you know, there is a, a piano um, that oddly I'm not a huge fan of in this song in a weird way. I think it kind of sounds kind of strange. But when we watch the video, you don't see a piano in what appears to be the core of the band. Uh, there is a scene in the video where uh, the guitar player is running with his guitar on what looks like a rooftop, and he's running toward a piano player. But in all the scenes where the bands are playing, you don't see a piano player. Mm-hmm. And there's some other effects that I'm sure that were done, you know, maybe post, um, that were just a little bit unusual. They help out in the song. There's... I have... Small issues with this song, like the drum sound, I'm not exactly, you know, great on. There's parts of the guitar solo that I think were like, eh, even though the guitar sound is great, but uh, overall, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's a good song, and uh, when you listen, and I do remember hearing it. I don't know about you, Mark, but you know, when I first heard it 20 years ago, and going, "What in the fuck is he talking about?" Paying attention to the lyrics and and really not knowing and not looking to get an answer because. Of course we didn't have the internet back then when this came out or at least I didn't. I think you did, but
0: yeah, um there so to go over some of the stuff that you talked about, they do talk a little bit about um you know, their use of weird sound effects. And it again, was kind of in a weird time of music where sound effects were, uh, it was where stuff was pretty sound effects heavy. Um, this is from a quote that is on song facts. Um, there was a brief moment in time when people were having hits with really weird stuff, mm-hmm. said uh, guitarist, miles Zuniga. Um, we got lucky that we came around at that time. Even two years later it was too late. i um, talking about having a retro feel with sound effects incorporated into the mix. Uh, the beginning of the song even starts with a little FM dial going through where they literally just put a microphone in front of a radio and kind of flipped through and there are a couple like commercial like little bits of commercials and stuff and you even hear a little bit of Foolish Games by Jewel. One of the things I plays... do like
1: whenever anybody puts radio static in a song.
0: Yeah, I actually like that. a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the piano part that you hear is actually a Casio keyboard owned by bassist Tony Scalzo, who is also the main songwriter. Um, it was processed to loop around itself, creating a distinctive but lo-fi sound. Mm. And I was actually fi- fiddling around on piano, learning how to play this a little really? bit before you got here, because I love a lot of the stuff about the chord progression. Um I just think it's a really cleverly written song. Yeah, the
1: sound of it overall, as like if they were just, I I imagine them just doing it as a three piece without all the extra stuff and maybe it being better. Yeah. You know, it could be. I think the
0: sound effects and stuff are fine, you know, a little weird or whatever. But again, it was like a retro, you know, that, as a song. With a lot of like 50s retro. As a stripped down song, it's a good song yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but they are a three-piece um as you mentioned do you want to tell us a little bit about the band fastball i know it
1: really uh, maybe about as much as you do i do know that they are originally from austin texas that's not uh anything shocking i imagine a lot of bands you know doing this kind of pop music from austin at that time and probably still at this day to this day um the album "All the Pain That Money Can Buy" uh, in 1998, when it was released, went to number 14 on Billboard's Adult Alternative Chart. Um, it went it, it, Grammy Awards. It was been nominated for two uh, Best Rock Performance by a Duo or Group, Best Long Form Music Video for "The Way." It's not a terrible video. It just, it doesn't really answer, answer any questions about the song.
0: I think it's relatively terrible. Do you? I, it's I not, mean, it's you not know, good. it's not great. It's, it's just, it, you're, you're right. Terrible is maybe a little bit of an overstatement. It's the music video. Um, well, first, let's go ahead and just, and just say the surprising thing. Music video directed by Mick who is a famous movie director and and directed Terminator Salvation. No. Uh yes. Weird. Oh yes. And yeah, Did uh, you like Terminator Salvation? And uh Charlie's Angels as well as a bunch of other films. No, I did not. I didn't like any of either. No, of those no one yeah, did. So I don't think really. Not a shock that it um, wasn't that good. <laughs> did music videos for a bunch of uh for a bunch of bands around Orange County, California, including Sugar Ray and Smash Mouth, as oh, a matter of well, fact. Oh, well, there you go. So uh, you know you can tell if you've seen the video. He probably did the. I'm just guessing here, but either All Star and or Walking on the Sun, where it's got kind of like that. Oh yeah. Very uh, high contrast. Um, you know, look kind of like a retro looking that uh, thing. Uh,
1: California glow to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're mm-hmm. talking about. The lighting's like that. However, you get like this grainy shot. Uh, we'll say one other thing about the video at the very beginning, they're driving in an awesome car uh, wearing what looked like some rather stylish clothing for the time. Retro stylish clothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I they, mean, they happen upon an Airstream trailer in what looks like a desert fetch featuring the dancing lady. Yeah. The music yeah.
0: video was suitably abstract says song facts. Uh, With no allusion to this uh, story that transpired in the song, it shows the band driving into the desert, arriving at a camper where dancers emerge, performing as the band plays the song. Uh, There's a bunch of like the three members of the band looking at some TVs that are inside like a a store. Again, a very retro thing. It's like all these CRT uh, TVs um, inside, you know, how they... We have a bunch of TVs in a window display where people in movies or TV shows would go up and like watch the news being displayed on all these different TVs. And there's this story or this music video unfolding where you they're all just looking at each other kind of like perplexed and you can't tell if they notice themselves uh, in the music, you know, on the TV. And that's why they're perplexed or if they're just wondering what the fuck is going on because the music video is so weird or what very kind of an ugly group. not the
1: greatest look you're right yeah not exactly i mean they're they they, they kind of have the face of every man i mean yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and i'm and i'm no prize so i mean it's not me saying like
0: get these bums off my screen but it it starts like right up on the the singer's face yeah and it's just kind of like uh you're like why
1: did they <laughs> okay highlight that they need to do something like you know put their hands over their faces or something. So make it art for God's sakes. Yeah. yeah. So
0: should we talk about what the song is about or should? Well, we...
1: just real quick had an album before this, uh, called make your mama proud. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> glad that that didn't go anywhere with yeah. a name like I that. I think They probably are too. Um, yeah, from it started in 1992, came up with all the pain that money can buy in 98, uh, went on a whole bunch of shows to promote it. Um, had a couple of other, we, we talked about the other songs, um, did promotional tour with Marcy playground and Everclear. Uh, this there's not anything that's uh, super um, shocking about this other than they did release an album in 2000 that had a song called You're an Ocean that had Billy Flippin' Preston on it. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? I can't. That's crazy. That is. Um, but yeah, that I mean, I actually want to listen just because I really like Billy Preston. Oh, he's great. But, um, you know, for those of you that don't know, a lot of people say The Fifth Beatle, but... Um, yeah, didn't that's it. That's pretty much it. They've, they've actually are still together. Put up a Patreon a few years ago to try and get people to back the
0: production of more music. Good for them. Yeah, that's great. They're not a bad band. I, just, I, I could see someone be, I can see like some weird person that you work in an office with that no one really talks to, and you go, Who's your favorite band? And they're like, Fastball. A lot of people t- t- pay attention to their biggest hits, like The Way and Fire Escape. However, their true provenance is shown in their hits you know, on other songs on these records, and and it's just like just someone who's just like really, really into... This weird band—they hit their like, full
1: stride on "Keep Your Wig On." Uh, they hadn't really, you know, <laughs> that's really the crown jewel. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, I so, don't know why anybody
1: didn't pay attention to it.
0: Yeah. So, Dealer's Choice here, Seth. Okay. Should we get into the lyrics first and then unveil what the song is about, or should we just go ahead and unveil what the song is about now? Okay. This song is this 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 uh, episode is all about me,
1: and I want you, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to get into the lyrics and then tell me what they're about.
0: Okay. All right. So the uh, so the in the beginning beginning as mentioned you've got the little radio static yeah. you've got the piano that comes in and the drum beat um, and then it starts in with the first verse they made up their minds and they started packing and left before the sun came up that day and exit to eternal summer slacking But where were they going without ever knowing the way?
1: Something that I can't stand whenever anyone talks is whenever you get a, a, a nondescript they I knew you've mentioned uh, this before on the I hate podcast. Hate it! I absolutely hate it. It drives me nuts, especially whenever a politician or some dude in a truck on a on a job site says that's, they're out to get you. You know that's what they want to do. They're trying to poison you with that. They who the <laughs> fuck are they? I hate it when somebody does that. Okay. Um. So okay. So just uh, I, I vented. They're packing. They're leaving. Whoever the fuck they are, they've made a decision. Made a decision to leave before they come. Then and exit to eternal summer slacking. This this that right there gives you a, a California vibe. It definitely does. Yeah.
0: and it and it makes it. Can you when you hear these lyrics so far? So you've got some people. You don't know how many. Yeah, uh, but they have decided to pack up and leave before the sun came up. Mm-hmm. In with the plans of eternal summer slacking. What age group do you think of when you hear that what 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 image is painted in your mind well
1: if you put you know two and two together but where they were going they without ever knowing the but where way, were they going i'm sorry but where were they going without ever knowing the way we know that they're gonna walk the earth like Cain, so to speak <laughs> You know, just, like, just like jules said and uh and 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 there and and there's there's going to be at least two of them mm-hmm. otherwise he wouldn't have said they i mean well now these days with the way you know that that word works well, that's fair that's fair. yeah but at the time you would assume that it would just be the two of them or or more than two um and they're just they're they're going out They're just, they're going out there. They're going to, you know, experience in the world, heading somewhere. I'm going to assume that it's east because you can't go any further west than California.
0: Yeah, the, uh, well, and I mean, you know, we're just hearing the story. We don't necessarily know that it starts in California. This is the picture I'm painting in my head. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. um, The last line is a little interesting to me because it says, where were they going without ever knowing the way, which almost kind of evokes this idea of like, maybe they even had plans to go somewhere, but without knowing the directions to get there they it didn't really matter if they had a specific destination in mind. Does right. that make sense? So, maybe a
1: journey of the self to yeah. find themselves, maybe. Possibly I, I don't mean, know.
0: You know, the, you know it it definitely does have like a um uh like a like a uh, philosophical kind of <laughs> bent to it. Like a, you know, but without knowing where they're going, where are they going? Mm. Like, without having a planned way to get there. It could be following somebody. It could be. I mean, really. This is so open-ended. So many questions. Um, So let's see if they're answered here in the second verse. They drank up the wine and they got to talking, but now had more important things to say. And when the car broke down, they started walking. Where were they going without ever knowing the way? So we're drinking and driving. <laughs> it's kind of a giveaway right there. So we're, We've learned more. We're, on, we're drinking and driving. Mark,
1: have you ever known anybody to drink a whole lot more and suddenly what they were saying was really, really important?
0: Well, I've always known it to go the opposite
1: direction. (laughs) It depends
0: on the person. I mean, you get some people, um, you know, you get some people and I won't name any names, but I know one person who listens that uh, may kind of feel this. Some people after a drink or two or three, they go from being um, what's a good way to put this like introverted and kind of like um, like worrying too much about what they're saying, etc. And after a couple drinks, it opens them up. To kind of be at, like, base level where you and I may be. I, I think you and I, we, we wear our hearts on our sleeves. We're extroverts. We are extroverts. Yeah. I, you know, I'll talk to you about the last time I shit my pants. Mm. I don't care. I don't have much where I'm, like, I'm embarrassed to to say this or or whatever. Um, You have some people who just, you can tell, are kind of, like, scared to talk. Just kind of period. Or they don't think that... They have important stuff to say, and once they start getting a couple drinks in them, it gets them to our level. And, you know, there are some people who I think at a certain level of drinking, maybe one bottle of wine between two people, um, they start kind of like opening up a little bit and talking about the stuff that people, you know, certain scruples, um, you know, are lifted and people feel a little bit more comfortable with talking about scrupulous things.
1: They call it loudmouth soup for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: I mean, I've liquid courage.
1: I've, exactly. I've thought about this quite a bit um, in that, you know, you hear people. We've all f- often heard the term that there's two kinds of people in the world, introverts and extroverts. And I when I have thought about it at length, I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion personally. Tell me how you feel about this is that I would say that the vast, vast majority of people, in my opinion, are, in fact, extroverts. And they are not truly introverts. People that say, I am an introvert. Oftentimes, I do not believe are introverts. And listening to this and paying attention to the words of this, I I, I would have to say that a real, real introvert, maybe there's, uh, there's outliers to this that are still introverts, and this isn't the case. But a real introvert is a person that drinks and then doesn't say anything.
0: I mean, you know, we can argue semantics. Uh, you know, I think... I think most people who are like itching to tell you it's kind of like when people say, you know, they're if someone is itching to tell you they're smart, they're probably not smart. Of course. Um, And I think people that are like itching to tell you that they're introverted are probably not introverted. Mm. Uh, And I mean, like there are definitely extremes. You know, I, I think you can sit there and you can say, you know, I mean, look, I like a lot like gender identity. You can say most mostly people are either male or female, but. We've learned that there are a lot of people that are in the gray area in between. And though you can say maybe most of the United States or most of the world is binary, um, you know, that doesn't mean that there's not a whole lot of gray area and that people probably mostly reside in that area in between. So, you know, I know I have good friends who are mostly introverted um but don't like not talk they will around the right people or in the right situations or what have you um but i mean like i don't know what you would even consider a true introvert if they're just like you know i, I mean, mean
1: i'm talking about a person that does not show their cards
0: yeah i mean well you could, i mean you could even argue people that are just nonverbals like the ultra ultra, well, ultra introvert i guess so yeah um yeah. but yeah so i mean here um you know here we have i guess we going to a giant rant about uh, yeah, having more important things about, to say. Sorry for going oh, no, so no, off no. the rails on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they—they, they, uh, I guess, while they're driving, oh, God, uh, you know, they're looking woke at up these waveforms,
1: man. You're going to be doing some fierce editing on this. <laughs> um.
0: Um, yeah, so uh, we've got these people that wake up before uh, the sun. They decide to pack and travel. They go out. They start drinking while they're driving, apparently, uh, and then uh, and then the car breaks down, and they just get out and they just start walking this gives an indication that maybe we're dealing with dum-dums. I mean, we we might be dealing with some... What, dumb dumb. I mean, maybe I mean, just some people with something going on upstairs. Well, the reason I say that is the
1: car breaks down and they do... He doesn't even mention them doing anything to try and remedy the situation. Car breaks down, they just start walking. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm getting for it.
0: You've, it's kind of desperate, yeah, it's, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. Yep. there's definitely something going on. I don't know about dum-dums, but... Again, maybe something yeah, going on up Desperate. You're right. That's just, a better you know, way to put it. Um, and then we get the chorus. Anyone can see the road that they walk on is paved in gold. And it's always summer. They'll never get cold. They'll never get hungry. They'll never get old and gray. You can see their shadows wandering off somewhere. They won't make it home, but they really don't care. They wanted the highway. They're happier there today. Today.
1: You getting anything from those first two lines?
0: Well, I mean, it of course reminds me of the Yellow Brick Road. Okay. From uh, The Wizard of Oz. That's, That's one. Um. What are you
1: thinking? I'm um, it's it's reinforcing my California theory. Oh yeah, yeah, Gold, yeah. Cold summer never get cold. I mean it does get cold in California, but just it's a place
0: that, you know, stereotypically people look at it as a place,
1: you know, of endless summer so to speak.
0: Yeah, I mean, well one thing that this kind of reminds me of and we're starting to get nearer and nearer to finding out what the song is actually about is there's a sense of um there's a sense of like finality there's a sense of um uh utopia yeah like they're going somewhere where it never gets cold you're never hungry you never get old you're they're they're wandering off in you know in search of some kind of like utopia or fountain of youth which
1: leads to my theory about the song what's that theory i'm thinking they left and joined a cult interesting that's what okay. that's what i'm digging that's what i'm getting i, I don't want to think i'm d- digging too far but that's what i'm kind of getting from this
0: in a strange way yeah mm-hmm. the line that you can see their shadow is wandering off somewhere i think is kind of haunting and nice um they won't make it home but they really don't care i mean they've given up with their their past life is done was was this around
1: I, I know it's crazy theory but i mean just just bear with me is this around heaven's gate time Oh, this was released in '98, so would it was Heaven's Gate before that or around the same I'm not, time? I'm not entirely sure. I'm not either, but I mean, it, the way that the things that he's alluding to, you know, that was in California. They'll never get old, so maybe they died. You can see their shadows wandering off. Those are people that kind of you know wandered off and joined this. Uh, I I don't I don't know. That's just uh, that's that's a oh, sorry. That's a theory. <laughs> no big as way I start to smash that. things against the wall. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, but I mean, you know, and again, like at the end, um, you know, they don't care about making it home because they wanted the highway and they're happier there today. And I, I think that's kind of an interesting yeah, um, that, that shoots my theory. I mean, there's they're saying that for for now, today, mm-hmm. they're happier with the highway. That's what they wanted. Um, Maybe it's a circus. Yeah. 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 Um, so then we get the third verse. Yeah. Um, which immediately kicks things kind of into problematic territory because you think a couple people, whatever, you know, a number of people just decide, fuck this, we're done. Uh, But then we get the third verse. The children woke up, and they couldn't find them. They left before the sun came up that day. They just drove off and left it all behind them. Where were they going without ever knowing the way? It's
1: where we kick it up a notch. Yeah. Nothing draws, pulls on yeah. the heartstrings like throwing a kid in the mix. No
0: one, you know, oh, to just fucking pack up whatever you own and just fucking two bird style. Just fuck the world. We got a car. It's paid off. We're just going to fucking drive and figure it out on the road. Just fucking Plant our feet somewhere new man and just get it and figure it out as we go we're two strapping young people maybe or whatever we're just gonna go and then it's like and the kids woke up and it's like ooh, you had kids we're gonna abandon the kids you, <laughs> you ready just, you just love the kids no behind. i'm sure
1: to my parents in the 90s this these people would be living the dream this you is know? a home <laughs> like, alone this my is mom a home was- alone moment. <sighs> my mom was like would you please get the fuck out of my house (laughs) i mean (laughs) i'm gonna drive away and leave you here but then but of course to the rest of the world oh crap we're talking about two people that are more that abandoned some kids
0: right you know i mean that's that's sure the way it looks yeah um and you know they they repeat the second line they left before the sun came up that day which we already know they're just kind of like repeating that they just drove off and left it all behind him uh and then that weird voice leaving it all behind which is pretty cool
1: um and uh, would it would it be more apropos if they said they just drove off and left them
0: all behind them. I was I mean, going to say, the, yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. Like, left it all behind them. It's like, yeah, those human beings. Yes. You we're know, like, <laughs> talking about multiple children. We don't even know how many. And they're just like fucking, they're just like mom, dad, or right. whoever, grandma, grandpa. It's
1: not like they're just driving away and left the iron on. Right. You know, oops. You know, uh, <laughs>
0: um, And then... Uh, We get another chorus, Um, the same chorus as the previous one. God, it just doesn't. Anyone can see the road that they walk on is paved in gold, and it's always summer. They'll never get cold, they'll never get hungry, they'll never get old and gray. You can see their shadows wandering off somewhere. They won't make it home, but they really don't care. Even though their kids do, they wanted the highway. They're happier there today, today. And then we get a little guitar break. the guitarist mentioned that this uh, this guitar part here, um, he was looking for something that sounded kind of like Secret Agent Man. Uh, it's very reverby, um, kind of like we were talking about Living La Vida Loca. Surfy. Surfy. Yeah, reverb. Um, yeah, yeah. uh, yes, but not yeah. nearly as, as uh No, astute. I mean, it's, it's a nice part. Yeah, you know. It's, 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 it's
1: nothing special.
0: but Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's uh, okay. It's fine. Um, and then that's it really for the lyrics. I mean, it goes to the chorus again. Um, there's another little guitar part at the end. All right, Mark. And then that's it. Break it down. So let's talk about what this song is about or what it's based off of. Are we going to do this just by going, because I never clicked on any genius annotations. Okay, good. Yeah, the genius annotations mostly refer to the actual story. So here's the downer, ladies and gentlemen. And from the first, I just clicked on the genius. Boy. So the year was 1997 in a town called Salado, Texas. Um, As you mentioned earlier, uh, the band was from Austin, Texas, so they were seeing these news articles that were being written about a couple uh, named Raymond Howard and Layla Howard, husband and wife, who decided to go to a Pioneer Day Festival in Temple, Texas. Now, the problem with this was Layla had Alzheimer's, it was getting pretty bad, and her husband Raymond uh, recently had brain surgery and was still recovering. Uh, But they decided that they were going to go ahead and uh, and go to this Pioneer Day festival. They were found two weeks later at the bottom of a ravine in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Uh, They were still in the car, uh, hundreds of miles off their intended route. Of course, no one really knows what happened. um, But I think we can pretty much glean that whoever it was that was driving, whether it be the Alzheimer's that kicked in or the brain surgery, um, they just ended up going off course the belief is, um, I'm sorry, it was Layla who was driving. Uh, was trying to locate a place where she had once vacationed. Uh, her Alzheimer's oh, had kicked in, oh. and drove. You her. know what,
1: man? This has got Flannery written all over it. Yeah, this is this is like that kind of story. This yeah. is uh, yeah. So a good um, man is hard to find. They're they're leaving and going on a vacation, and the grandma is always trying. In the, in the story, I don't know if you've seen the story. I'm sorry if I'm a little. You know, oh, you're not good. giving much away. I mean, not not giving much background, but the, the grandmother's always recognizing somewhere that she's wanting to go. So these guys are Southern
0: and people talk a lot about that. Like when people have Alzheimer's, the, the memory that their their short term memory of new memories is very, very, you know, yeah. it's gone. Very, yeah. it's very f- flighting. Um, but um, their long term memory of things from back in the day. And when my when I went to go visit my Nana, she would always refer to me as my uncle's name. She always oh. thought that she would always call me Barry. And I was like, you know, they always tell you don't keep so correct correcting them yeah. because it just gets them agitated. Uh so it was just like, yep. And then she would ask me how my mom was doing, even though my mom had been had passed away like ten years before, nine years before. I was like, oh. she's doing well. Um and it is very emotionally taxing. Uh but you know, these uh these this couple just tried to make it, tried to go to this festival and just ended up driving off into the point where they just ended up at the bottom of a ravine and um, so the song was basically trying to I think put like a well, sweet Mark, spin. Mark
1: Mark Mark did we ever get any real answer of uh, is this possible uh, murder suicide well, I mean or, or maybe a suicide or just an accident
0: oh I, bl- I think it's just just yeah. an accident the authorities who investigated the accident believe that Layla was who was driving the car was trying to locate a place where they had once vacation I mean if they wanted to kill themselves they could have done it I think this is a perfect, much easier (laughs) uh,
1: to paraphrase the Simpsons is a perfect,
0: perfectly cromulent way to do it. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So, I mean, like the songs, lyrics, you know, you can you know that there is not a one to one correlation. Mark, it's a tribute song. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) it's basically making a bad situation palatable Mm. and and thinking, oh, well, what if like what they were really doing was, you know, going toward, you know, going somewhere just to find this eternal peace mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then, oops, they, uh,
1: then they end I've up I've had this dying. conversation with members of my family. You know, we've, I've watched uh, older members of the family, you know, get suffer dementia and slowly fade out. And uh, I've had the conversation where exactly this, you know, oh, i got to find a cliff to drive off of. We've used that expression. You know, if I ever get like that, I'm going to try and find a cliff. Of course, we live in Florida where there are no cliffs. But, uh, you know, I, I, this is, this is, I think this is something I, I hate to say this, but it's sort of relatable in what way in that. Oh, well, in the way of, yeah, I mean, dealing I, with, I've thought to myself as I've looked at, at relatives that have gotten really old and, and can't, you know, and are forgetting things. I don't want to get like that. I don't want that to happen to me, you know? So I don't know. Yeah.
0: Don't know. Um, so, uh, Tony Scalzo, the, uh, the songwriter, uh, was interviewed by Song Facts and uh, they asked him about writing the song while the Howard sag- saga was unfolding. This is a quote from him. I didn't think it would be anything but an abstraction of their story. So I wasn't really thinking about that. Also, I wasn't expecting it to be this massive song that everybody liked. So I was unfettered by any of those concepts. So they basically, you know, he just took this, this story and weaved it into this other story. And that was that. I mean, uh, the song came out almost a year or charted number five on Billboard's Airplay chart uh, on June 20th, 1998, almost a year after the Howards originally went missing. Mm. They were found 400 miles from their destination. They were driving an Oldsmobile Delta 88, which had veered off the side of the road and was hidden in a brush. Wow. Um and scalzo finished writing the song when he learned that the couple had died so it was kind of like they're missing but we don't know where they are and then they found them okay how do you feel about this how does it make you feel knowing all that you know uh i mean well i mean it makes me sad for the couple obviously yeah um though i think there is something kind of uh not you know not to be macabre but i think there is something that's kind of sweet about you know, these two elderly people who were able to like pass away together.
1: Everybody dies. For um, and, sad, and that is beautiful.
0: Well, and you know, you hear about a lot of people who die of like heartbreak, you know, they're oh, that is with, they're true, with yeah. someone for a long time. And I don't know the history of this couple really. Um, but you know, you hear a lot about one person goes and then it's a matter of like months later where the other one is like, I've been with them for 50 years or 60 years. And yeah. um, you know, you have some people who kind of like flourish When their significant other goes, not that they didn't love their significant other, but that, you know, especially like our parents and especially our grandparents age, where I think a lot of women felt like they had to do whatever the man wanted to do. And then if the man passes first, the women kind of have this like rebirth of being able to watch what they want and do what they want (laughs) without having to worry about like, you know, succumbing to what the man wants. Yes, Uh, because they come from a time where. You kowtowed to the guy, and that was just the way it went. Suddenly they can breathe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my my Nana on my mom's side went through something like that. Oh wow. Where she missed her husband very much. It was not like a well finally. Um, but there was definitely some like rebirth, like a small um, you know, reimagining of what life could be like and what you know, making the house however you want, eating whatever you want whenever you want, etc. Mm-hmm. Um The, uh, the song being a a romanticized kind of version of it, I mean, it doesn't bother me, you know, I think like he said, I don't think any of us are necessarily writing songs thinking what the next step is going to be if it gets big, especially when you're some fucking band from the Austin, Texas area in the mid nineties, late nineties, you're just kind of like writing stuff and, uh. You know, I guess he could have just not said that it was about that, but mm. he was honest and said, "This is what's up." It's just like
1: a little happy accident. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
0: you know, it's uh, or macabre
1: accident. Yeah, actually. I would, I would be curious yeah. to know
0: what the Howard family thinks about it, um, if they're bothered at all by it. I mean, you know, it's it's different enough. Uh, you know, the uh, Tony Scalzo refers to it as a romanticized version. Um, he said it's a romanticized take on what happened. Uh, taking off to have fun uh, like they did when they first met. And especially with thinking of like back to a day when they were on going on vacation. Mm -hmm. So as as macabre to use that word again, because I like it as the actual thing is and that, you know, they passed away and that's very real and that's very tragic and it's very, you know, it's it's a it's bummer. Um, It's also kind of like in their mind, every, you know, hopefully at least in hers everything was fine up until the accident Mm. um i don't know i hopefully there wasn't any struggling or any you know anything like that um but i guess we will never know
1: makes me love it yeah i love this song even more now good really um and especially now that i know that the kids were probably grown and uh and you know i mean it did i'm sure it hurt them but they're it's not like they're abandoning you know a couple of kids you don't have to think about that anymore. Um, they're on their own. They're doing their own thing. And
0: uh, it's romantic. It is. It's weirdly romantic. And I love Weirdly that. romantic. macabrely romantic. <laughs> um, yeah. One other thing I want to point out real quick um, that I just read that I <laughs> that I forgot to mention in the beginning. Kind of a cool effect here is in the beginning because of that FM radio, the EQ of the song in the beginning is very tinny and very radio the the drums and then as soon as they say they drank up the wine the bass and everything comes in and it comes in full full blast and it's 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 very very good Uh, i like this song a lot more now yeah it it fucking rules the song rules and fastball is really good and you should listen to uh, all the pain that money can buy you've probably heard you might have heard fire escape i'm going to their patreon right away (laughs) yeah <laughs> make more fucking songs. Yeah. This song we,
1: we did this song. I'm going to pay attention to I'm going to listen to I'm going to go back through the catalog and listen to the stuff
0: since 99, man. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know that anything something. else they put out is as good, but Fire Escape is great.
1: Oh, the um uh out of my head. I like that song. Like that song yeah, That's it's got some song. killer organ in it too. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh Creep Factor.
1: <sighs> man, this is strange. Uh it's it's got a tone, dude. And I'm not just talking it's about giving um, macabre, it's <laughs> mocktastic. Um, it's uh, it's got a, it's got a tone, and I'm not just meaning the that 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 uh, that that the piano, sound of the song yeah, had. Yes, yeah, the yep. piano oh, yeah. has you on edge, you know. And not, but the, the lyrics definitely have you, uh, you know, questioning the whole way, and and you and you want to know what's going on. He's definitely built up a beautiful mystery you know and, and and presented it in a great way and that and, and it's got a creepy tone to it is it creepy like you know is it creepy like rod stewart is it creepy like every breath you take no it's creepy like uh, like a halloween ride or something <laughs> you know it's like uh, it's like you know a haunted hayride it's got that kind of feel to it so f- because of that i am going to give it the most uh, just a fractional creep factor of 1
0: yeah of 1 that's yeah. it That's, I mean, that's fair. I, uh, this is a weird one to score because there's this interplay between the real story, the romanticized story. What am I score? Am I scoring the lyrics? Knowing that this real story is what it is. Am I doing anything with the actual story? You know, do I take into account the actual story, et cetera? The fact that there are kids that are left behind makes me think that there's got to be a little something. I'll go with like a 2.1. Fair enough. It, I mean, you know, kids being left behind is a little if fucked If you didn't up. get the story,
1: you know, the backstory, then you know that they're grown kids.
0: The thing is, is I, I guess like maybe the thing for me is I don't know if the the characters in the actual song were are hearing are also suffering from Alzheimer's or something like that, because since it's kind of left open, it almost sounds like they were just like, "Fuck these kids, fuck these jobs, we're just fucking done, we're out of here." And you never find out that they die or anything; they just take off. That's a big drag. I mean, that's a bummer. Is it? Yeah. I if they're leaving their kids behind, yes. I mean, but they're
1: grown kids. Well, we don't know that. I mean, we don't it just know says that the kids that's woke true. up and they
0: couldn't find them. I mean, you know, if they're they're just leaving the fucking house to the kids and the kids are 22 and 25, then fine. I guess that's fine. But I mean, even that, man, like leave a fucking note for them or something. Like just your kids fucking walk out one day and they're living their whole lives wondering what happened to mom and dad because they're at the bottom of a ravine is a little intense. It is. intense. Um, If it's like a thing where they, you know, they both have brain damage or something and And then, you know, it is what it is. So I I feel like I just got to get a little bit of give it a little bit of a bump because of that weirdness. But I can't help but look at it like a gothic
1: novel. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. It is interesting. interesting. It's definitely interesting. But but, you know, it's got me. Gothic is creepy. I've given myself over to the to the charm of this song.
0: It's it's great. I'm going to listen to it again. I'm going to listen to their back catalog. Yeah. I'm going to pay attention. And you, too, dear listeners, should listen to uh, some uh, some very cool old uh, songs by the hit band, the the one kind of one hit wonder. Oh, they're not a one hit wonder, I guess. They got some other hits. Seth, next up we're gonna do a fun one. What is because it? Because this was a little bit of a a little bit of a heavy one. It was an interesting one. It was one. good. I really, really liked this episode, Mark. We're going back to Boston, baby. With you a know, band more than called a Aerosmith.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, oh, we're going to do another. We're going to do, yeah. Oh, I know which one already. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's been a while since we did
0: our last Aerosmith is, this, this is the song. elevator? We we're going to do Love in an Elevator. Yeah. 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 We talked this. About song this. is so fucking weird. <laughs> so Seth and I went through and we kind of culled our list. I don't know if I mentioned this. Maybe we did it after I'm our sure last Is permanent
1: vacation? Um, I believe this is on Pump, isn't it? No, I think it's permanent. I think it's just before Pump. Uh, maybe. Two really good records, though.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, we'll we'll know more when we record yeah, yeah, the next yeah, episode. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. Um, so go ahead and listen to Loving an Elevator, Living It Up While I'm Going Down <laughs> um, by uh, the hit band Aerosmith. Uh, do you have anything you want to add?
1: I am jacked up to do more <laughs> Aerosmith next week. I f- Man, I it's not often that i like have a a glow when i leave out of here but holy shit i really like fastball a lot more now yeah i want to pay attention to fastball that's some good stuff
0: it is it is it is and you know it makes me kind of interested to know um what other uh what other meanings are hiding in their songs yeah
1: damn the guy's a good writer He is. I mean, you see him on the, uh, you know, it's another 90s video, but there's so much much depth to it. I'm glad we do this, Mark. I'm glad that we get together and talk about these songs. If you are glad and you like to listen and hear this, please tell a couple of friends. We Mm. enjoy doing this. It's a good time. Have some of your friends come along for the ride. Put something up on the Discord. Put something on the Instagram. Give us a couple of suggestions. You heard something strange in a song. Yes. You thought it was creepy. You thought it was weird. Please, please let us know. Don't hesitate to get in contact
0: with us, Mark. Seth, thank you as always for getting your ass down here to record. Thank you to the listeners next week. We will be doing love in an elevator, which was on pump. Oh, was it? 1989. All right. right. There you go. uh, By Aerosmith. Until then, I hope you all have a fantastic week. We'll see you next Monday for another episode of lyrics to go. thanks a lot for listening our theme song was done by exploding pages if you have any questions comments or ideas for songs or lyrics you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com we'll be back here next week